this could, it could all go horribly wrong at any minute. And the rubber chicken says, If I was told a major hurricane was headed toward my hen house, I'd beat feet out of there. But what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. <laughs> yes, you are. And a very wise one to get the hell out of there. A lot of those people just stayed, and I don't fucking know. I know you don't. Oh, yes. Okay, we can discuss this another time. It's a much longer discussion, and we will talk then. But I've got to get on with Rantcast 101, entitled... Uh, between the Rock and a Hard Place, From an Asteroid to Ian. Huh? That's a snappy little title for a snappy fucking week, wasn't it? Ooh, boy. First we start with the asteroid, the teeny tiny asteroid. We whack that out, and then all of a sudden we learn that the only thing that will distract us at all from any kind of discussion of the amount of bullshit we go through on a daily level, be it whatever it's the court cases are, whatever the Republicans and Democrats are screaming about, whatever it is that the constant buzz of television, which the repetition of the same news thing, the same news cycle over and over and over again, what we apparently need in order to break out of that is a major catastrophe. God damn those those TVs, they, they, they couldn't get the cameras down there fast enough, they couldn't put idiots out into the streets yelling about it enough, and now, boy, it's like a massive amounts. Of, today was even, a, a, you know, there's more actually in-depth reporting when it comes to a catastrophe than when it comes to the shit we have to deal with on a daily basis, okay? And then, and then they're yelling about, the, the, you know, I just, I, I fucking don't get it. I just... It's it's horrifying what's happening down in in Florida, and now we're gonna and, and but there'll be no discussion of whether these people should leave or not. It's no, it's fine. We're just gonna build. I heard the guy say today, we're just gonna build the houses, you know. We're gonna rebuild them. A lot of these places, what they need to be is on, they need to be seven feet high, off the thing, and then we build them out of a certain thing that'll be. I just fucking watched what happened there. What are you gonna build them out of, huh? You know, we, but why don't you say everybody has to live underground, okay? And then put concrete over it. Big tons of concrete, like about 35, 40 foot. Or seven feet, seven feet of concrete, whatever the fuck it takes. But it's, you, you know, and then, they're, and then good luck with the uh, insurance companies. Six have gone bankrupt. And this is the kind of exacting information I know you were turned on and you went, God, let's listen to Lewis discuss fucking hurricane shit. Well, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. What I'm going to talk about is is that there's a lot of plaid on television. It seems to be a men's fashion thing, and a lot of people never turn to me for fashion advice. I've never been on a top ten list, even though I think that I deserve to be, um, just for trying. I, there should be a, hey, he tried hard to wear nice clothes. And just because he didn't wear them well, uh, that's why he didn't make the list, so we're putting him on a he tried list. And so but what I did notice is, is it, there is a ton of plaid being worn, and I don't quite understand it. And so um, my feeling is is that what the reason that there's a lot of plaid now is because it's kind of a uh, it's more manly because it's uh, it kind of um, it echoes uh, the flannel shirt, so that they they still have that sense of being out there and. And chopping wood and shit, but you know they're wearing a tie and talking about football, and it's unbelievable. It's everywhere. You'll be noticing it now, and you'll be irritated just as I am. Or maybe you like plaid. I've never understood plaid. Uh, you will be noticing over the next uh, couple of months as I do the, uh, you see in the, uh, the the rant casts that I've been doing, and when I'm on on the stage, I have one jacket that is plaidy, as I like to call it, very plaidy, and. Um, I got it before I realized that uh, I was just a part of a group of people who were, and I'm not trying to look. I've never worn a lot of flannel. I look like an idiot in it. It, it it's you know, it's. I actually no, I won't even go into what I was thinking. Well, you know what? I actually wear, at times, um, uh, what you know, lighter colors uh, than, uh, you know, in order to kind of accent just how male I am, and that's something I'll let you think about. Um, while you're, if you're driving along or just jogging, listening to this, or maybe getting ready for sleep, <laughs> because I bet the last person you expected to hear talk about clothes was Lewis Black, and that's the. I'm gonna wrap that one up, and we'll move on to some other things. Yes, sir, Bob, and a happy Mother's Day. 
to all the mothers out there. I would say that to my mother. I called her today, and uh, she literally uh, dismissed it within 10 seconds, and we moved right on. She is not a believer in Mother's Day. She thinks it's bullshit. Uh, She has believed this for quite a long time. She has told me many times, uh, uh, even when much younger than she is now, way, way much younger, you know, I'm not, I don't need this Mother Day's crap. We don't need to go to have a meal. We don't need to do that. There are too many people there. Uh, To her, Mother's Day is, every day is Mother's Day, which um, if uh, you're a a child of someone who, who believes every day is Mother's Day, it's exhausting. It's completely exhausting. Could be uh, crippling to many, but uh, certainly exhausting. I want to wish you all, you've, uh, all you uh, moms out there, uh, and especially over the past two years, uh, what you've had to go through is beyond belief. Um, and so uh, I, I hope you have a good one, and that it, uh, it, it, it I hope it, it was a good one. And, uh, you know, in, in that in the, the kids behave themselves and acted like human beings because a lot of them can act like, and I won't even go in. I won't even say it. I won't even say it. I, but uh, it, it's been another, uh, you know, ridiculous week uh, as we continue to marvel at our uh, uh, ability to really put, uh, continue to put pressure on ourselves and our lives. Uh, we, we are relentless in this. The news media makes absolutely sure of it as they continue discussions that uh, just of, of what ifs. What if? What if the, the, uh, the asteroid that's 12 billion miles from here hits the Earth? What will it mean to us? Let's go to Booty Batatas in, in, in uh, Cairo. Are you shitting me? Every fucking station now has got to go. We, gotta, we, we don't have a new... We, I, 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 there's just no real sense of uh, something happening immediately unless it's in uh, the Ukraine. Uh, but everything else is what it means. What, this, what does this mean? And, uh, you know, and it's, it, it, it becomes, a, you know, the, the only way in which they seem to be able to maintain some form a fucking audience in terms of news is to continue to just uh, rattle our cage, you know, and uh, and to basically, uh, uh, you know, run it in terms of the fact that uh, there is danger out there, danger is coming, we don't know, it'll come from either side, you really keep your head, uh, you know, keep alert, please watch out, we don't really know which way we're going to go, but you better be ready for both ways. Who the fuck wants to live like that? Just try to find some fucking facts. Why don't you do that on a daily basis? And how many times have I got to repeat that? And then, of course, they've always said, and it's probably true, if you had, a, if you had a, 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 you know, any kind of news media that just gave us facts, nobody paid attention anyway. And then, of course, I just read something about some group that is just the next group of... Uh, and, I'm, I, it, and I literally just came across it, and once I read about them, I went, I skipped, I didn't go on, I didn't sit there and hold on to it and read it to you. But there's a new group that apparently is, you know, they are the most, um, you know, they, they're the most centrist of all of them. And, um, and it turns out, so then somebody does an analysis of that, who is also someone who says in terms of, well, I might be working for this other group. So there, the person who's analyzing isn't even an objective person. And saying that they're not as these people aren't as objective as they are. I still will say this again. I think that the week is at least gives you a shot at it um, by picking and uh, taking out this side and that side from you know what are essentially at one time who knows if they are any more reputable news sources. And that's the little nugget I'm passing on today. We went through the um, Dave Chappelle thing. And that was another real good uh, crossing of the Rubicon into fucking nonsense, huh? Yes, sir, Bob, that's it. That really needed, you know, once again, you know, where was, uh, how is there no security, no security paying attention, no one? Um, you know, I, it's, it, that's the, the front row, is the, that's the easiest part, okay? That's the easiest fucking part. You have somebody there, especially for someone of, of Chappelle's stature, for Christ's sake, and, and uh, celebrity, you have people standing here with fucking are paying attention. Nobody? So this guy who literally is, you know, uh, you know, has some sort of apparently mental issues, someone with mental issues can get by. Huh? 
the person who is hired to stop the person who has the mental issues. What, what does he need to wear this silver foil on his fucking head? So, um, and, and the thing that I realized uh, watching that, and uh, you know, in, in terms of what was happening with, um, you know, what happened with, uh, you know, Chris Rock, I. I uh, I've said this time and again, and, and even as it's kind of shrunk even more, I, on the list of celebrities, I am very low on that totem pole, okay? Um, uh, you know, re really, literally. There are some cartoon characters uh, who have uh, certainly, and a lot of them have more celebrity than I do, and, and it's not something I've ever really been jealous of because it's, it's enough celebrity that it's fun. It's really... <laughs> It's been really great because you go into a place, there's just enough people around in any town who kind of know who you are and, uh, and wave and may have you have a sh short chat with. Um, and it gives you a freedom that, you know, you know people like uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck or Dave Chappelle or um, the, the folks, you know, uh, who really have... Uh, you know, or, you know, in that Ryan Reynolds, they're right in your face, 24, you know, you know, that those celebrities really kind of have to deal with, you know, sometimes a level of madness of being, I don't, nobody, <laughs> there's hardly anyone comes up. The only, the only time it really is uh, where it really has been bothersome. And during this pandemic, I actually, my, what they call TBQ went probably down, it's probably actually gone down and will come back the other way. Is a negative TBQ, but it's still uh, no one, as a result, I believe, uh, is going to attack me. It, t it takes someone who's, who's apparently uh, mentally ill on a different level. I mean, they've got to be getting transmissions from, uh, from outer space or believe that they are to kind of come at me, okay? Because uh, anyone who does realizes, uh, you know, you, you attack Lewis Black, what, you're going to end up on page five. If you're lucky, um, you know, after, uh, after, you know, something to the effect of the, uh, the local water commission met on uh, sewage problems, that'll be the first three quarters of page five. And then at the bottom, it'll say, uh, comic whose name we can't remember uh, attacked by, and then they'll name the person who attacked me, and they were, uh, and carrying uh, an unloaded gun, uh, Probably, no, probably, that actually will probably be the headline, you know, uh, the type of gun that was being carried. And I'd list, I'd say the type of gun, but I, I, I don't really, uh, I don't know types of guns because um, that's not something I ever studied, okay? So that would be the headline. This is the type of gun used to attack the comic whose name that we don't know. And the, they would have bought bullets for the gun, but even the person who was attacking the comic didn't know the name of the gun. Huh? How about that? You can see outside the magnificent countryside. And let me just point out before I get to Riverside, uh, before I forget, uh, we have been traveling for about uh, three hours, and uh, it's brown. The whole fucking state that we're driving, the part of the state that we're driving, it is fucking brown. Not anything else but brown. There's some green in these uh, trees, that you can see, but basically the rest of it, browner than brown. Like, hey, a brush fire could occur at any fucking second. Um, I don't know what you do about this. I don't know how people live like this. Um, but it is really, uh, you know. And then meanwhile, uh, back east where normally I would be at this time of year, and it's kind of a lucky break because it's rainy, windy, shitty, uh, but the leaves are changing color. And it's kind of a nice time to see those leaves change color. Here, you will see no leaves. You will see green and brown. Okay, that is what you get to see. And then some ramshackle things that they've got set up that I don't quite understand. And the rubber chicken says... <laughs> oh, everyone in the Western world wants Putin out of office. So can someone explain to me why you can't say it out loud, huh? Because what do I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. Well, you're absolutely right. I don't know why people can't say it out loud, but we don't have time to talk to them about that because we're under Rancast 75, I think. Six. Six. Ha-ha! 
Boy, oh boy, we're moving much faster than I thought we would. We're at Rantcast 76, entitled Spring. It's time to fucking focus. Okay? Get it together, Spring. I'm sick of this bullshit. It's Spring. Okay? It's not supposed to be the fucking 35 tomorrow, whatever it is going to be. I'm just tired of it. Okay? And I'm tired of this nonsense. Oh, he's not supposed to say that, uh, like the rubber chickens, you're not supposed to say that that we want a Putin out of... Everybody wants... Anybody with a half a brain, the reason that the whole thing is occurring is because Putin has basically lost his mind, okay? And But they said, uh, from what I could gather, that the reason you're not supposed to say that is because the people of Russia, who've been given no fucking information, as, as far as I can tell, who are living in a uh, basically kind of a, an alternative reality, will be upset um, if, if the... Uh, if the other countries of the world want to get rid of their leader, but, but what, what they've got no, well, why wouldn't why wouldn't they be upset? They're, they're living. They think that their leader is telling them the truth. Okay, well the only way that you can stop the leader from not telling the truth is to get the leader out of office. But uh, what do I know? I'm just a human being. <laughs> There's a little reference back to the chicken. Okay, look, um, I don't have a lot of time here. Uh, I'm kind of exhausted. We stopped today. Uh, we were in Philly. I have not been in years uh, directly to the uh, to the to the to Pat's uh, steaks there, the cheese steaks, right across from Gino's. The, the epic battle that is occurring there, and they were out in force today. Those who wanted Gino's um, version of the cheesesteak, those who wanted Pat's. And I had nearly a whole one, and I've not recovered. Um, and I don't think I will. It is, uh, it is literally like taking a, uh, like Prozac or something. Whatever it is that just knocks you the, the fuck out. It was great. It was just fucking great. Um, but uh, I've not been the same since. I'm not functioning. My system is not functioning. Things have slowed down uh, um, in a different time frame. Um, and there's also there's a game I've got to get ready for. Uh, St. Peter's is playing uh, UNC. I realized too today that I can't yell about the other teams that I root for since I do have UNC, which generally has a, a tendency to win. And so that's what I've been given. And I should see that as a blessing, especially here on a Sunday. <laughs> and um, so... Uh, um, and, and yet it's tough. It's, I didn't expect them to get this far. Uh, and I realized uh, they've gotten this far because uh, I have uh, I've not put the kind of energy I normally have. I've, I've kind of uh, I've not put the hope and my hopes and dreams into it. I've kind of thought, wow, this isn't going to happen. And the more I think that it's not going to happen, it does happen. So it's very difficult for me to step back. Uh, I was kind of uh, really stepping back, uh, uh, especially in this one, because you kind of go, St. Peter's, I mean, that's an extraordinary story. This is like uh, an unbelievable moment in uh, in sports history. It is, it, and, it, and it, it apparently is the only thing that is giving America hope at this point, much like during the Depression, I think it was Seabiscuit or some fucking horse that rallied Americans. And now, in the midst of madness, uh, St. Peter's is doing it, and rightfully so. It's a tremendous to watch them play basketball and win the games, And uh, but now they're playing my team, and it's uh, it's tough. But it's a win-win, really, for me. Um, but since the we would go on to play Duke, there's that part of me that gnaws at me that I just that it would be important to go play Duke for UNC to play Duke. But then I would be terribly invested in the game, massively invested in the game, uh, to the point of a kind of an illness that I've I've carried from the moment that I walked onto the campus of the University of North Carolina, bringing absolutely no animosity to Duke University, and within 24 hours, a hate arose. Okay, if you wonder how nation states lose their minds, that's how I go to the University of North Carolina. Duke is eight miles away. I had nothing. I had friends there. And then within one day, uh, fuck them. I'm yelling, fuck Duke, fuck Duke. Okay, that's how that's how this kind of happens. And uh, it's hard for me, uh, you know, to 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 let go of that. And I know that if they go to play Duke and they they win this game and they play Duke, I'm screwed.
I'm screwed because I will be up to here with like I'll be insane. And I think that will make it hard for them to win because that's how psychotic I am. Otherwise, it's just been another great week. Um, the Ukraine is, uh, you know, needs the weaponry. We're going to just continue to give them words. And uh, words don't do anything except, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, though they don't do anything at this point. The, the, the Ukrainians, I think, know that, that the Western world and uh, the whole most of most of the world, uh, the, the Ukraine realizes on their side. But it's it, but uh, they they keep uh, asking for more and more weaponry and I don't blame them. And uh, uh, we we really can't uh, do much more than that. And uh, I, 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 I apparently uh, that's as far as we can go. Is uh, is we we but I I do think that we should be able to give them uh, what they want, and uh, I don't see what the problem is. Okay, they're saying well, the, I watched again this morning. Well, they don't have the pilots. They say they have the pilots. Well, if they think they got the pilots, fine. And if they even if they don't think that you know what is what is it? How who knows better than them? Huh? How do we know? Uh, but I'm saying I I don't I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens this week. And then we had the uh, these confirmation hearings of Katanji Brown Jackson, and they were really, once again, showing a kind of civility uh, that we Americans are known for. Um, even Ben Sass, Sassa, I don't know, it's S-A-S-S-E, um, came out and said, called it jackassery on the part of many of his folks. They said, of course, that um, the, the Republicans uh, who were being uh, obnoxious and let us, you know, we know who they are. I'm not going to go through the list again, okay? Um, uh, who were really being off the charts that there is some sort of a heavily, heavily far left-wing conspiracy that's pushing her. She went to Harvard, okay? Harvard. Not some secret cabal, okay? It's Harvard. Son of a bitch, all right? It's called where you go... It's the leadership place. You could yell about that, assholes. Tell me you're going to yell about this other thing. Oh, boy, that far left. No. Stop it already, okay? Um, it's, it's just ludicrous. So they're coming down on her from all angles because, uh, because Brett Kavanaugh, you know, you know boy, those, that was just a terrible, that was awful. So what we're going to do is um, we're going to be awful. Stop it already, okay? Both sides. Stop it. Just be civil. Just ask civil questions. No need to act like assholes. That's your job, all right? Read Robert's Rules of Order. Then read fucking Emily Post. Then find an etiquette book, you fucking idiots. Okay? Now that they've done this, the Democrats, the next go around, will then again act like assholes. It's just a continuous, you know, fucking uh, big one, one big thing after one asshole after another, after another, after another. It's assholery or jackassery. Uh, it, it just continues. It's a continuous chain of it. I tried to find a word there that would work. I didn't. It's obvious to, I think, everyone there that is watching right now that I didn't. But I think you know exactly what I'm getting at. It can't, it can't continue, okay? They should have to sign something. You get elected to an office, and you act like a civil fucking human being. That's the least you can do. The rest of us can lose our fucking minds if we want to, okay? That's our right. But we don't do it toward each other, okay? We don't do that. It's, it's beyond disturbing especially when there's an important basketball games that's on and that's where we're allowed to yell all the shit and get it off our chest. That's where you do it. That's why we have sports. And that's what I got for you today here in beautiful. Um, oh, look at the trucks go that are there and uh, they're going to be fixing some things here. It's going to be quite exciting. The infrastructure bill has been passed and all of this will be. You won't even hear these bumps the next time I'm back because we're doing what's got to be done. So it's good, to see, it's good to see the green still, and the leaves will be falling. We'll be talking about fall next week, and fuck fall. But love you. Take care. And the rubber chicken says... <laughs> oh. <laughs>
Boy, when I signed up to work with you, I didn't expect to be doing all this traveling. I just may go on strike. But I don't know if I can, because I'm just a rubber chicken. Well, you can strike if you want to. I mean, I understand that. But not today, because we got to get on with the Rantcast 69, entitled Fuck the Cold. I'm done with it, okay? Seriously done with it. Son of a bitch. And there's still more of this fucking February going on, isn't there? And then it'll be March. Is it going to get warmer? We don't know. We have no idea. We have no clue. It could be another bomb cyclone or a cyclone bomb or whatever the fuck they want to call it. And stop naming snowstorms after the fucking... Don't give them names, okay? Bullshit. Hurricanes get names. It's a snowstorm, asshole. And, and how much does it have to be before it gets a name? What, huh? Did you, did you, where are those rules? And how come nobody told us about them? And how come it just happens? What's this one, the last one called Kevin or Keith or Karma? What is it? Aha, Karma, pretty good, eh? Well, fuck it. Unbelievable, I was lucky I wasn't in New York. I don't know what, I would have lost my goddamn grip. I'm, as it was, we were, I was, it was, it's just been, here it is, it's frosty, frosty. And then today, uh, uh, it's, I've been lucky enough that uh, it's gonna be like in the 60s and I'm moving to an undisclosed location. And I'm not going to tell you where it is, okay? Because, uh, because otherwise the rubber chicken might try to escape. No, I'm, I can't be talking. I've just got to keep. We keep. I can't allow him to have any sense of where we are. All right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, okie doke. So what I'm going to do now is uh, when uh, we was when we started when we was. What the fuck kind of English is that? When we were. Um, uh, at, uh, in Salina, and just began the, getting in the first rants. There were there were three in particular that I wanted to to read, and and didn't work into the mix. And I thought I'd add them in today, and we'll start with those, and uh, and then we'll roll into uh, the uh, the rants that we have from uh, Williamsport. But these uh, just uh, they, they they kind of work in their own fashion. I think you'll see why. This is from Mora. Hi, Lou, love you, but love your mom more. I can understand that. I'm a teacher and I'm so fucking sick of people who aren't teachers thinking they know how to do our jobs. Fuck banning books in Texas. Fuck Glenn Youngkin and his tattletale hotline in Virginia. Fuck the Indiana legislature for suggesting that parents make up the majority on a committee to decide school curriculum. I'm tired. Teachers are fucking tired. Did you know you're in a pandemic too? I'm constantly playing a game of Frogger, avoiding co-workers and teachers who have the virus. I wear a mask eight plus hours a day while speaking to kids all day. And other people can't wear it for 20 minutes at the grocery store? Spare me. I spit into a tube multiple times a week getting tested just so I don't have a panic attack that the tickle in my throat is possibly COVID. And I don't have to call in sick. Not that we have substitute teachers these days, anyway. I am tired. Teachers are tired. Wow, that was good, Maura. Uh, and there'll be more, I'm sure. Uh, you know, there'll be there's critical race theory. That's kind of what Glenn Youngkin was talking about. It's the Tattletale Hotline, for those of you who don't know, the Virginia's, for those who are discussing uh, racism in their classrooms, you know, that, that at times <laughs> the country was racist, that, uh, and if that occurs, that the, um, the good people of Virginia should call in, like, uh, like kind of like, oh, uh, well, uh, Russia. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't blame you, Maura. And boy, I get that tickle in the throat. I'm doing, I'm, I get them multiple times. I'm like, I'm, I'm rapid testing my rapid test. I'm rapid testing my rapid test. Thank you for that. Uh, here's one that just really, uh, I think needed, needed to be, 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 uh, be put together. This is from Jack Englum. Uh, thank you for the public service you provide, giving people an outlet to vent their frustrations in a healthy way. I would like to do my own little public service here. Many of us remember the horrific riot of clowns at the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. 
It's fucking appalling to see what those middle-aged, grievance-stricken motherfucking assholes did because they didn't have enough intelligence to realize their dear cult leader was fucking lying to them. He lost. He lost and can't accept it. It's that simple. Anyway, I remember how upset some of the intelligentsia were to see a Confederate battle flag being waved around the halls of the Capitol. I was too. But there's something that should make people more upset. Did you know there's a statue of Jefferson Davis, the president of the Confederacy, sitting in the Capitol? Because he was elected by the people of Mississippi to the Senate before the war. What the actual fuck? He's right there in Statuary Hall, staring across the room at Rosa Parks, a modest stroll outside the doors of the House of Representatives. It gets better. The Vice President of the Confederacy, Alexander H. Stevens, is a few steps away. Really? Fucking really? Did we the people put these up to make the losers of the Civil War feel better? Assuage, I love saying that, their hurt feelings? Hmm? Fuck that. It really pisses me off. What other place in the world lets the losers celebrate in the home of the winners? Fuck. Are we celebrating the losers now? The U.S. Capitol is a beautiful building. Walk through that dome, and it's hard not to feel something. Even if you're as charred and cynical as me. But personally, I feel like the space is trashed up with the statue after statue of many fucknuts no one cares about anymore. Marquette, armed with his crucifix and rosary, celebrated as the discoverer of the Mississippi River. Anyone share that with all the Native Americans who've been using the river? I don't know, forever? What the fuck is Thomas Edison doing there? He's got his own fucking museum, I'm sure. Martin Luther King, he didn't even earn a full body statue. He's a bust next to a T-Rex-size Eisenhower. This is all fuck bullshit. Who cares about this anyway? I don't or shouldn't. Who does care? I guess it's the same kind of ego-bruised assholes who support the Capitol rioters in the House and Senate. I thought I heard someone say, we deserve the leaders we get. Now, if that's the case, we are truly fucked and don't deserve to live with the aspirations set forth in the Declaration of Independence, Constitution, and Bill of Rights. I worry for my children and our future. There's a virus loose in this country, and I'm not talking about fucking COVID. Thank you for listening. Well, that catches you up with what's going on. Now, for those of you who never get to visit the Capitol, hmm? this will be the last, um, the last <laughs> new rant I read. Um, and it's, it, I'm sure many of you wished you had written this. It's an open letter to five of my 16 cousins. You know who you are. I've just had it. Had it with the lot of you, mouth-breathing, internet research-doing smug cousins who think your 30 minutes on the internet lets you speak confidently about things the best scientists in the world still find unanswerable and daunting. Shut the fuck up! I agree that we need to be more self-reliant, and we should try to figure out things for ourselves, but those things are like whether I can swap Splenda for sugar in a cookie recipe, not how spike proteins replicate in the human body, for fuck's sake. Face it, Ralph, until March 2020, if you heard the word protein, you immediately thought, ooh, I'm kind of hungry for a cheese stick. Stop talking about the fucking spike proteins. You sound stupid. And Kevin, you might not have a formal education, but you've done a killer job with that farm. And I respect your practical knowledge of how plants grow. This does not make you a virologist, however. And hearing you talk about ivermectin makes me want to strangle you. Imagine we were all out in the field looking at your soybeans. And I said, hey, Kev, you know that nitrogen fertilizer you've been using? Instead, you really ought to try vomit. Oh, that's exactly how stupid you sound to me. Karen, Jesus may forget your sins, but I still remember when you paid other kids to write your college paper. So just shut the fuck up already. I'm mostly glad you lived through 
couple did. But it wasn't because your congregation prayed hard enough. It's because a doctor gave you expensive monoclonal antibodies. Be sure and thank Jesus for the doctors that did that. I almost didn't include you on the list, Caroline, because you're really just a second cousin. And because you're a little weak and gullible. You're also not even 50 and look like your mother's twin. Please, please just get vaccinated for the love of God. Drop a dime for a good haircut. Finally to Mike, the New York Times, that commie paper, wanted to do another tired story on America's forgotten man. You'd be emailing selfies stat, wouldn't you? I'm actually in awe that you built a whole brand about being a victim of anything from car from foreign car manufacturers to school teachers to black guys who became president. But I need a favor now. Get the jab and give us a short, much needed break from your constant mewling about not having the life you had dreamed. I promise. As soon as we get through this, we can go right back to blaming the coastal elites for the time your sport boat got repossessed. Deal? Wow. That was just terrific, huh? Those were quite nice. I really enjoyed reading those. And uh, once again, thank you for sending them in. And uh, I, hope, I hope that helped clear out some chakras. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, but that isn't really what this is about. I'm not. Uh, certainly don't consider myself to be a healer. But who knows? Could be, my, you know, after, you know, I reach the mid-70s, that could be the next thing. Come see Lewis for a quick chakra healing. We're just going to clear that one of the two of those chakras out. Come back next week. We're Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Coming to you live tonight from the Empire Theater in spectacular San Antonio, Texas. Um, I've said this before, I'll say it again. Um, uh, San Antonio, if you've not been here, uh, this is a, a great city to, uh, to visit. Uh, the, the only tip I'll give you, there's a thing called the Riverwalk. If you're going to do walk down the Riverwalk, uh, two margaritas at best. <laughs> Okay, just at best. If you're, if you're gonna have more than that, get the fuck and walk on the street, okay? Because really, this is a lovely town and they don't need to be fishing your big white ass out of the... Yeah. But I really do, I think it's, uh, historically, it's an extraordinary city. Diversity-wise, it's a great city. Um, Greg Popovich is a great fucking coach. Um, I'm, I'm drinking water. This is for the folks at home, uh, and they're all over the world, and they wondered what you said. He asked me because they're very, the one thing about the town of San Antonio, every time you turn around, someone has a question for you. <laughs> and for those of you at home, I'm drinking water. I wish, oh boy, I'm gonna be guzzling tonight. Uh, we had a, we had a great time here this evening and some fireworks, and then we actually heard what I thought were fireworks, but it was just a giant puppet <laughs> walking down the street. So we'll get on with this. This is from uh, Sean Stoner. Uh, why does the media insist on telling me everything Kanye West and Elon Musk say and do? Uh, the same reason that the media does all the bullshit that they do, okay? It's the same fucking shit. It's whatever they think gets them eyeballs. So Kanye West uh, 
basically we have to watch him say stuff about Jews that is like off the charts, and then we have to go, and then you have to watch guys going, well, um, he said these things, and how come people aren't responding? And then people do respond, and then they start arguing, well, how come when he was talking about black people, no one said anything then, but now with the Jew, uh, the fuck, and then just go on, and they create these fucking things that they do, and Elon Musk, look, it's almost as if Elon Musk, and you hate to say this, but I'm gonna, he, you, if they found an animal in the woods somewhere that was the most fucked up, crazy animal ever that like could, could eat wood and, build, and, and shit houses, <laughs> that would be on TV too. I, the, the reason I believe people don't like Elon Musk has something to do with the fact that nobody I know has ever said, ooh boy, I love the smell of musk. There also is the fact, too, that they can't, this fucking election cycle, did you watch the way first it was, oh, the Republicans are going to smash the fucking Democrats, are going to hand them their fucking heads, and then, oh, the Democrats came back, I don't know, now they're leading, holy shit, they can, and then it was, oh, no, the Republicans, and then it go back and forth every fucking day, every fucking day. They turned it into some sort of a fucking battle. They turned it into a, a fight. They turned it into a football game. It's not. And they, and they created something that doesn't exist. And they continue to do that. And they're doing that with Kanye, and they'll do it with Elon Musk. And until we get back to some sense of fucking news, we're just fucked. That's the basic deal. Um, <laughs> Erica Sutherland, fuck Greg Abbott. They don't seem to like him. They didn't like him in Dallas, and, and they weren't happy in Austin either. And some of this stuff, some of this stuff I couldn't even read. I was like, holy fuck, even I wouldn't say that. <laughs> About anybody. Like, holy God. Fuck Greg Abbott and make him carry that shit to term. <laughs> Kim Traxinger had this to say, um, this Sunday, remember to set your clocks back one hour, and then on Tuesday, try not to set them back 50 years. <laughs> Tiffany Schroeder, this is, I'm a 30-year-old fucking a 42-year-old almost fucked a 31-year-old virgin here in San Antonio, but he couldn't rise to the occasion. <laughs> this, that, I have to say, I was thinking when I was reading this initially, what would the reaction be? And that kind of, whatever that fucking sound was, <laughs> didn't even enter my head. I'm here with my seatmate, who is a 48-year-old divorcee, worried her pussy is dusty. <laughs> I mean, it's a metaphor. It's not really dusty. Some of you are taking this shit way too literally. Now you're looking around, who's dusty? Who's got a dusty pussy? It's dusty because men have to put their dick somewhere and she's not ready. Not to mention we live in fucking Texas. So there's that. Yeah, okay, continue to make those sounds. It's really great. <laughs> uh, I, I, this is why I read this stuff. I will now, the words dusty pussy will follow me. I, that's, it's going to be my next pilot. <laughs> Sean Hersey said there's no reason for all these people to drive massive fucking pickup trucks in the city. All you do is take up unnecessary space. You're not all contractors and farmers. If you drive a truck in the city, you should have to pay extra to park. Why should I pay the same for a car half the size that doesn't pollute? Well, Sean, good luck with that. Uh, this is uh, Alex Sobrino. 
Fuck Nazis. Suck my dick, you pussies. <laughs> wow, you lost. Get over it, snowflakes. Wow. Yeah, I don't understand. I'm actually working. I didn't, I'm still, I'm kind of glad I didn't do it tonight. I'm trying to figure out, I'm being Jewish, this anti-Semitic thing that's happening. I don't, I really don't get, I, I, I'm like, really, we're gonna, we, we gotta do this again? Really? Really, you, you can't stop not liking us? What, what the fuck do we do? We, 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 well, now I'm thinking that what I, we should do is say, yeah. Oh yeah, we did that, then we did this, then we did that, we did everything. We fucking rule the world, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It, I don't know, but eventually I'll figure it out. This is from Jason Garcia. In, in, in the Hispanic culture, 59 of us live in an 800 square foot home. <laughs> if his last name wasn't Garcia, I wouldn't be reading this. Home, Tia, Tios, and Abuelos. We have five cars and three work. How do we decide between the plug for the electric car and the quinceanera curling iron? <laughs> I was hoping I pronounced quinceanera right. <laughs> this, is, this is from Ian McFarlane. Hi, Lewis, can't wait to see the show. Quick question, one of my dear friends got suckered in by this QAnon horse shit, and it's pretty much all he can talk about. What are your thoughts on that and other conspiracy stuff lately? Then I'm gonna read you the next one, which came in, and I'm just using this because it came in a while ago. Hi, Lewis, I'm back with the latest QAnon conspiracy. I hope you'll read this in case it might shock some people into awareness. Background, according to QAnon, the world was supposed to end yesterday. And this is from September 24th, 2022. And we were supposed to go into 10 days of darkness. How both could happen at the same time is a mystery. <laughs> Dear QAnoners, what happened to the world ending yesterday? It's the day after your assertion. The sun is shining, it's a beautiful day, there aren't any lizard people. That one was crazy, even for you. There's no baby face eating going on. Please get professional help. And JFK and JFK Jr. are still dead. Again, get professional help. This is yet another of the long, long line of predictions you've made, of which not one has ever come true, and they never will. You might consider coming back to the real world. It's where you live, after all, and now you just look like people in desperate need of professional mental help. <laughs> Love all sane people everywhere. <laughs> that was from Mara McGuire. You probably know, because you live down in this state, but that the, the QAnoners uh, went out. We drove by it the other day. We drove as we were leaving Dallas, would you buy the grassy knoll reminded me of the fact that the QAnon, they came to Dealey Plaza and they waited there because they were going to meet JFK Jr. and he was going to come back and then he would be joined uh, by the former president, Donald Trump, and the two of them were going to travel together to Washington and kick... Um, kick uh, the ghost of Christmas past out of office. <laughs> they were there. There were a whole group of QAnoners there. There, right there. And all we needed to do was find a net. <laughs> and seriously, Ian, your friend is crazy. Your friend is crazy. I know it's hard to realize he's crazy. There's no kind of empathy. You just have to tell them you have to get professional help. You're living in an alternative re reality. And you say, I know this because I once took LSD. <laughs> and that's it. That's what I have for you this evening. Um, and. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you. I'll leave you with this, because uh, this guy really uh, went through a whole lot of stuff about being in the middle. I'm in the middle, and I'm fucking angry. 
and I'm fucking pissed, and I'm in the middle. I've been driven to the middle. And so I thought I'd read, he goes through everything, but he ends with, I could go on to almost every fucking issue we have, but we're ar that we're arguing over in our country, the 2020 election to right-wing dickheads. Look, Biden fucking won. Shut the fuck up. To left-wing dipshits, the Electoral College, not the popular vote, decides elections. Shut the fuck up and show how fucked up and idiotic we have become. But my final message is to both sides, to fucking extremist assholes on both ends of the spectrum, which is where the fucking problem is, actually. Our country was set up on the premise that the opposition is re-fucking-quired in order to govern and that elimination of one side or the other will result in total fucking tyranny. See Russia, China, Nazi Germany, the empire in Star Wars. <laughs> Compromise is fucking required. And what makes our country great and strong? Sometimes, in fact, many times, the other motherfucker's idea is better than your stupid fucking idea. <laughs> Read the fucking Constitution and a history book and shut the fuck up. Thank you, Jim Jacobson. Thank you all for coming out this evening. That was a terrific night. It was a pleasure spending time with you. We'll be in Marietta, uh, Durham, and Charlotte next week. And uh, it's been a privilege and a pleasure to perform for you. Take care of each other. Good night, San Antonio. Thanks to all of you for listening to my Rantcast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast.